Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Feel That. This is your host, Atuahene. Rolling Kusin. Back again with another banger episode. Thank you all for listening, tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review wherever you listen, and pretty much you know, stay on your grind. How you been, bro? How you been? Chilling, bro. You know, just having a vision for this podcast thing, trying to get it going, taking one day at a time, pretty much. And I've been straight too, like, trying to take Feel That podcast, like, to the world, like, bro. Worldwide, bro. Like, hey, we're going to be the like, first podcast on Mars, bro. I swear <laughs> to God, bro, I'm putting that shit out there, like, for 100%, real, 100%. I mean, straight, bro. How about you? Yeah, same, bro. Just thankful to be alive. We're taking it day by day, but not, you know, just enjoying the time that we have, for real. Yeah, it's pretty much. Life is too short, bro. Like, don't guard you, bro. You're All right, so, um, we're back again with another another guest, another person on super, this. Super, super fucking excited, uh, bro. One of our very own, Big Said, Cedric. How you say how you say your last name, bro? Awisusi. Awisusi, bro. Back again with another... Guest on you, so um, Cedric, how you been, bro? How you been? I've been good. I've been good. You know, just trying to finish up school, staying on the grind. On the grind, yes, sir. But um, for audience who might not know, you can just like tell them a little bit about you know where you are, what you do, and stuff like that. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm currently a senior at VCU. I'm studying information systems. Um, originally I'm not from here though. I was born in Benin, West Africa. For those of you who don't know where Benin is, Benin is located next to Togo in Ghana. So I moved here when I was six, um, grew up speaking French, being my first language. Fong is my second language, and um, English is actually my third Damn, language. Bro. Yeah, so English is my third language, moved here when I was six. Um, I'm also a kidney transplant patient, so that also took a toll on my life because that was main, one of the main reasons we moved here to the United States to seek better medical attention for me. So I'm glad I got a new kidney now. So I've been having my new kidney for about 13 years now. So got to wake up and thank God every day. Thank yeah, my family to be alive. So that's why I do this. That's why I grind. I, yeah, I got to yeah. give it back to them. Are you, are you like fluent in uh, all them languages? You said, I know you said French. And are you yeah, so I'm fluent in French, but fall, I speak it a little bit, but I kind of comprehend more than I speak. Yeah. So my parents would speak fall, and then I respond in French or English. So. Oh, how you do you see how are you? I forgot with French. How are you in French, bro? I forgot. It's been a minute. Comment ça va. Ça va bien. We know some French, though. Because yeah, we got to take it because it's required in Ghana, too. Oh, really? Yeah, till oh. we get to like high school, right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so y'all went to school in Ghana? Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah we spent yeah, spent like 15 years in Ghana, bro. Like, oh, for real? Yeah, I came in freshman year of high school. Really? Yes, sir. I don't know why I thought you came in young like me. Oh, for real? Yeah. I came in. Yeah, Dang, okay. But okay, so I guess for uh, Big says, well, first question is like, what, how was it like for you when you immigrated here? Because you know, obviously, like, you know, moving from Benin or different environment. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was smooth. It was smooth. It was smooth. It was smooth. It was um definitely different just because of the culture, um and yeah, just one of the main things was like not knowing how to speak English. Mm. That was definitely like probably one of the hardest things to do because. Once I moved here, I was put right into second grade, and I had to go um, on an ESOL program, and they were, like, teaching me English and everything, but it was very fast-paced, so I kind of felt like I was already behind in school because, like, you know, everyone was already ahead of me in class, and teachers would ask questions, and I would just be sitting here confused. I remember my first word in English was, shut up, because <laughs> I always came <laughs> I, 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 I hear kids say that, so... You know, elementary schoolers, you know, they just say shut up. And, like, I was like, okay. So when the teacher asked me a question, I responded shut up. So, <laughs> for real? Yeah, I did. That's my first word. But 
besides that though, besides like the the culture and the food, um, yeah, the food being one of the things, um, because. As you guys know, like, I'm African, so I love to eat my rice. Jollof rice, man, chicken, stew, any of that. But it was definitely different, but I've adapted. I've adapted, so. And I still wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. Have you gone back ever since you got here? Nah, I want to. I want to. So definitely, like, probably the next few years I'll go and visit. Things will probably be different when you go back, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a a hot minute. Last time I was there, I was six years old. So now I'm 22 years old. That's crazy. Because I know when I I I came in when I was, like, 15, I went back when I was, like, 18. I still felt a little bit different. So now you you be like completely different. Yeah. Like when I remember, like, and the sad part about it too is like over here you don't really like quote unquote. I would say over here you don't really belong because you're not American, right? So mm-hmm. people question you, and then when you go back because you've been here for so long, then you Americanize. Exactly. Yep. So it's like yep. where where do you belong? And that's like a, something I actually had to face when I went back to because as soon as people see you, because you know the way you dress, the way you talk, you know yep. everything looks different. You're like, yep. man, you're not from me. You're like. But I am from here. You feel me? Exactly. You're like, come between exactly. a rock and a hard place. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's not. Right, so I have a question. My question is like, how different is the feeling of like coming to college like freshman year? How is it different from like, obviously you about to leave very soon. How is it? Mm-hmm. How is it feeling different? Like you know, just like embracing college like at first like four years ago and just like leaving right now to like face the real life. How is mm-hmm. it feeling different? I definitely feel a lot better leaving college. Because coming to college first, you know, I'm going to take it back quickly prior to high school. I was always in a house. You know, my parents are African, so they're very strict. Never really went out like that. Even my prom night, I was on my 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10 o'clock. For real? I barely went to the dance, you know. Um, and so I feel like college definitely, like, disciplined me even more. I was already disciplined just because of the way I grew up. And that was one of the things also, like... Just the cultural background from being in Benin and being here and being an immigrant is the way people are raised. I'm sorry, but like sometimes Americans, the way Americans are and yeah. Africans, our mentality are two different things, you know. So mm-hmm. I was already disciplined coming here, um, but I just learned a lot like time management, learning how to be patient, learning how to be more observant. You got to be calm. One thing is don't give up. Do not give up because... College, you're going to go through ups and downs and a lot of obstacles. And, like, sometimes, like, you're going to look at this and you're like, dang, I've been trying at this for so long, but it's not working. But the moment you give up is the moment you failed, mm-hmm. you know. Part of being successful is failing at first, you know. So that's one of the things college taught me, like, do not give up. I definitely have a more clear understanding of life, I would say, you know. And definitely the, the environment around you and the people who you groom with throughout college helps mm-hmm. your experience a lot more because mm-hmm. you do get lonely even if you have friends sometimes you do get lonely you can get lonely in your own mind right. you know so it's always important to just self-reflect think about your mental health you know get in the gym do things that make you happy and that will make your college experience so much better and i think that's one of the things like i started doing that just easily made my experience much better in college so i definitely feel a lot more fresh and reformed than you now that I'm leaving college and about to be done soon. Because, so. like, obviously, like, growing comes with, like, responsibilities, like, mm-hmm. facing life and everything. But, mm-hmm. like, do you think, like, you develop, like, friendships you're going to carry on? Because, like, me personally, I'm not really, like, social. Like, I'm just, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. trying to handle business and just get a fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, yeah. I care about school. I care about, like, you know, social interaction because you yeah. need that, like, group yeah, yeah, work yeah. and everything. You yeah, need yeah, it, yeah. Like, of course. Do you really think, like, 
worrying about like you know building friendship like spending time in the fraternity obviously you got to balance everything you do but like mm-hmm. is it like really do you have to like stress about it um them kind of things because like coming to college were you like more focused on just experiencing the overall college life or were mm-hmm. you focused on just like being more goal-oriented like just focus more on your goal of like trying to get it fuck up and everything like folks it's a secondary thing like friendship fraternity mm-hmm. or were you like more focused on getting a well-rounded like life or well-being mm-hmm. um so i mean coming into college like i was more like i was goal-oriented but at the same time i was like you know whatever happens happens you know you can't really you can plan for something one day but what you're gonna plan the next week is not gonna happen mm-hmm. or the next month is not gonna happen so with college it's you never know what's gonna happen. Especially with just like, even like coming to VCU, it's such a broad diversity. You'll meet any type of people you can meet here. Um, I would say that like, definitely have a goal in mind because goals are like stepping stones and you know, they're like milestones. So once you've achieved that, then you know, you can build on to the next goal. But I would say just focus more on like short term goals. And as far as like friendships, like, I've definitely made friendships that I would say I would I would that I know I would carry on past college, mm-hmm. and that could be male or female. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things like being important. It's it's one thing to be social, but it's also like you can be social to network, but you can also be social to build friendships because those friendships can become connections. Mm-hmm. Every everyone you meet, I feel like everyone you meet. God puts it in your life for a reason. Some people are just lessons. Some people are just temporary. But it's really up to you to go through that journey to find that out. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, I've definitely met a lot of people along the way who now nah, I wouldn't think they impacted me the way they would have by first meeting them, you know? So that's the thing. Everybody's a lesson. Everything that happens is a lesson. You just have to learn. You definitely should plan and should have goals because that will help you get those stepping stones. But... It's really hard to plan everything. That's what I realized because I used to be someone who, like, I need to plan everything. But I realized you cannot control. And that's one of the things with COVID. COVID taught me. Who thought we'd be in a a global pandemic right now? You know, doing online school. Like, come on now. You know, like, now there are, like, two doses of vaccines, you know. So Mm -hmm. that's, like, you know, I think quarantine also was a point where I was like, wow, like, you can plan, but you really just know. never know what's going to happen. So I would say plan, build friendships, build connections. It's definitely important to be social mm-hmm. outside of class because I feel like during class, people are just going to be social and then, you know, get the group work done and, like, that's it. Right. I mean, that, that's good, but also in a workforce, like, in the field, like, you're going to have to know how to interact. Right. Like, you know, even if you're that one type person in the group who doesn't like presenting, you still need to know how to branch out and talk to other people, you mm-hmm. know? Because even that person who was in the elevator with you, if you make friends with them, you never, you don't know who they know. Right. You know, so it's always important to find somebody or, you know, don't be afraid to take a risk. Mm-hmm. High risk, high reward. And if you fail, what you, you have fail, to just lose? get back. Yeah, you know, what do you have to lose? Just get back up. So, yeah. You know, this was a really interesting point. I want to make sure the audience were feeling that, like, the fact that you... Like you said, you can't plan, but you don't know what what's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. The key is taking it one day at a time, believing that the plans that you have might come true, but you don't you know what what's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. But just taking it, like you said, one day at a time and not being worried. And also, like on the friendship thing, like like you said, 
it's important to you know get get with them, get a group group work done, but also build a connections because you don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Right? I think one of something I heard oh Gary we talk about less that whenever you go to class, make sure you shake everyone's hands because you don't know who's about to be the next CEO of the <laughs> next big company. Where, Very you know. true, and it, it could be the person who you least expected. Mm-hmm. It's oftentimes the people who acquire the people who you would never right. expect. It. Even people who, and one thing is, grades are very important in college, but they do not define who you are. Mm-hmm. And they will not define your salary. Right. I've known a lot of people who are not the brightest in school but are now making six figures. Right. So mm-hmm. grades are important, but that work ethic and your willingness to learn, if you're eager for something and you're about it and you're a go-getter, mm-hmm. and if you believe you can go get it, go get it. Because that eagerness to learn and improve yourself will take you far more than you know it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I agree, I agree with what you said. Like, grades are not everything. But to touch on that, I guess, transitioning to college, because you're obviously about to graduate, right? Mm-hmm. And also, like, living this 21st century, a lot of people talk about how, you know, college is not really worth it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people talk about mm-hmm. if you're here to, let's say, learn, learn Spanish, you could literally go live in Spain for four years and you'd be way fluent, more, mm-hmm. way better. And if you want to learn French, you could mm-hmm. probably be, if you want to do a business, you could actually get out in the lessons that you learn for, quote unquote, that four years mm-hmm. out in the real world will be greater than actually being here in college, right? So, because you, you did business too, right? So, like, my question for you is, would you say, like, right now it's actually worth it? Because also, I don't know if you, a lot of people also come, you know, accrue a lot of debt and, like, spend a lot, you know, so you accrue debt, you spend a lot of time to get something that, that information would probably also be obsolete because people talk about how information is doubling every 18 months or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, in your opinion, would you say this college experience is worth it to you? Or in general, like, you know, people that would be coming in later on that would be listening to this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and they're thinking about it. Should I actually go to college? Should I get out there and do my work? You know, mm-hmm. what's your take on that? I believe, from my experience, it has definitely been worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, of course, everything you learn in school or they teach you in class, you will not need. But there definitely it's about getting those skill sets and about putting what you're taking and what you're learning and using it in the outside world. Because you can study for hours for an exam and get like a ninety ninety five, but I guarantee you, two weeks later, ninety five percent of that, at least sixty to seventy percent of that information, you will not still have. Thanks. And then you know, come finals, you have to cram everything. You know, so I feel like the way the system is built, it's like, yeah, like we're kind of like machines in a way. We study for exam, we pass them. Um, and like our brain is programmed to learn so much information and process it, mm-hmm. but we don't really take time. I feel like school systems sometimes don't take time in learning how to really develop that skill mm-hmm. that will benefit you more in the outside world. And that's one of the things I like about information systems, which is my major, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of skills that you can learn right. from the major, right. and I see VC's been trying to implement that, that it can take in the outside world, because I'm not going to remember everything I learned from sophomore year, for now sure. that I'm re- like, you know, for sure. it's just, it's humanly impossible, right. you for cannot sure. do that, you know, we're not programmed to do that, um, you're bound to forget information, but if you learn that skill set, um, for example, like coding, um, that's a big field and a lot of people there are people out there making six figures who never went to school for coding and they just did it for fun growing up because they thought themselves how to right. do it you know and that's part of my major coding is an aspect you can go into and that's a skill mm-hmm. you know so that skill will take you far so 
I also like you know to some of my question and some of my answer. It's more of what you take in from what you're learning and applying it to the True. real world. Because you can learn all that information, be a straight A student, learn to study, and still forget everything. Thanks. And once your interviewer asks you a simple question, that's not even related to the class. You're so programmed on oh, knowing you know like one plus one equaling two mm-hmm. and how to get to this equation that. Right. You forget, you know, skills think. or just how to be human, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes school takes that out of us. Like, we're just kind of programmed to learn so much information and be ready for an exam. And sometimes, like, our test scores will be like, damn, oh, like, are we dumb? Like, damn, like, my friend got a 70. Oh, man, you know, like, yeah. I got, like, a 70. And then, you know, like, mm-hmm. lower than that. So it's really about getting the skills that you need and learning how to apply that and make you, making yourself marketable mm-hmm. for the job world. Because, you know, a lot of people go to school so that they can have degrees to show their jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. So school is definitely worth it, but it's really, like, what you take right. in. Because there are millionaire billionaires who people don't yeah. even know about that never went to school. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like that point, too, because I just want to touch on it again. Like, the keys, like you said, getting what you need out of it, because... 99.9% of the things everybody learned in school would be useless. But it's about getting that little bit that's useful to you. So I agree with that point. Yeah. So I totally, so I had a question because mm-hmm. we were talking about, I know you were talking about how school is like, it's not everything in it. Obviously, like, we all obviously agree. But like, mm-hmm. we've been making this um example about like the weekend and his friend Lamar, how he convinced his friend to like, you know, pursue, like just drop out of school and just like pursue their goals and everything. Like, mm-hmm. obviously you're done with school right now. So it's mm-hmm. not real like, and maybe you're probably like going to, go to grad school and everything but like you mm-hmm. think there was like one person who had the ability or capability to like buy you like sell you a dream like to go chase your dreams outside of school because you're, you're talking about you're doing info systems right now but mm-hmm. like either it's like someone who's like more um focused on creating like you know software or something which is going to be more beneficial obviously you're going to mm-hmm. be working for like a company mm-hmm. maybe there was like your friend had like a vision towards like you know just building your own company or being this software which is going to like help you blow up or just like make you have, like, a greater impact than what you're trying to have right now? Would mm-hmm. you, like, buy into that? Because you're talking about how grades doesn't define you and everything, but, like, mm-hmm. you think moving forward is that if someone has the ability to sell you, like, that kind of dream, like, mm-hmm. it could, like, a beneficial dream, obviously, but, like, you think you'll buy into that, like, moving forward? Yeah, i say I would, just really depending on how I would benefit from it. You know, because someone is coming at you with a business proposition. Oh, you work for me. I can make the software. I have a vision. It's really also a risk Mm -hmm. because it's an investment. And that's the thing about companies or just working. Once you're done in the job world and you're hired, sometimes people forget you can still get fired. You know? So everything is an investment. Mm-hmm. College is an investment. Thanks. You know, everything you do is an investment. Unless you're a CEO. Even like when you're a CEO of a company, you gotta invest money and then get people, you know. And so you have to calculate all that and say, Okay, well, is my money going to be worth the investment or even am I going to be worth the investment, you know, to make this profitable? So if someone were to come up, you know, to me moving forward and give me, you know, like, this kind of business proposition on, like, well, if you work for me or you help me pursue this goal, um, 
it really would depend on how much I believe of how much I can benefit from it and if I really believe in this vision. Right. Because, you know, it's really easy to, like... Talk. To talk, you know, and say, like, oh, like, you're going to be making this much money or, like, you know, this is going to blow up. But also, it's about, like, the person's confidence and eager and drive. Because if you're, like I said, I mentioned before, if you're trying to be successful... Getting out one or two obstacles along the road that make it hard. If you give up after that, then you're not gonna make it. And I, I want to touch on this because you're talking about how you believe in your, how beneficial that thing it has to be to you. Mm-hmm. And I know you have a friend. What's his name? I like like doing Lex music, uh, music and everything. Like mm-hmm. needing your own infosystems thing. So, like, let's say he has like a a, a plan or a goal, and mm-hmm. obviously you're not gonna see that how beneficial that shit is going to be in that mm-hmm. moment. And you believe in him, too. Like, mm-hmm. that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. And you're doing your own thing right now, like, mm-hmm. you know, moving on mm-hmm. from college and everything. And mm-hmm. you believe in him, but mm-hmm. right now you're not going to see the benefit or how, mm-hmm. how beneficial that shit is going to be. Like, mm-hmm. you think you would still buy into that and just, like, help him, like, you know, just, like... Because you're going to see the probably along the way of mm-hmm. believing in him or mm-hmm. how he believes in his dream and everything. You think you, you can't be that confident to, like, just stop what you're doing or just, like, put it on a hold or just, like, pretty much combine ideas and just, like work towards doing that shit together instead of like, you know, just moving on with your life and him going your separate ways. Like, you think? Oh. I definitely, I think I would buy into it because first, um, I've grown up with him. Um, I met him in middle school and I really didn't get close to him until senior year of high school once we actually figured out we are going to be roommates at VCU. You know, I've been roommates with him since freshman year. He's been making music since eighth grade. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's been making music since eighth grade, but he didn't really start dropping his music until, like, junior, senior year of high school. But people didn't really start hearing it until, like, his sophomore year of college, late sophomore year. And I remember one time before he dropped, um, when he dropped one of his songs, he fed it to me, and then I could tell he didn't, he was confident in the song, but he didn't. He wasn't confident in the aspect of how much popularity it would gain. And the song title is called Overdosing. And so I remember I heard it the first time I heard it. And usually I'm talking I'm picky. I'm picky with everything, you know. I told him, I was like, if I heard this on the radio, I would think this is somebody I should listen to. And he was really surprised by my answer. Because, you know, of course, like, a lot of people try to make music nowadays, you know. And I was like, I told him, bro, like, first of all, you're my brother. And I'm going to be honest with you every time you send me music. Like, because if I don't think it's good, I'm going to tell you, look, like, it's all right. You can probably work on this better. But I told him, I was like, you actually have a chance of making it big. And a lot of my friends... A lot of my friends who are in that same friend group with Troy and I, they make music. But I have told them multiple times, if I was at a table right now with record producers or artists, and, for example, Drake was sitting at a table, and all my friends that make music were around me, and Drake looked at me, he said, all right, well, I'm looking for a brand new artist, and I want to pick somebody that you believe in, that I can, you know, make some more music with and be profitable, who will it be out of your friends? And I told him, 
I would that ass pay Troy, you know. Mm-hmm. I would because first of all, I can see the confidence he have in his music now. How it grew on him as a person, how he matured from it, his lyrics, his style, you know, his swag, just the way his own music is his own music. Mm-hmm. And he tries to diversify his music by making different genres of his own music. And I feel like at such a young age, being into being able to be that creative with music speaks volumes because music is a form of art. Mm-hmm. So if now he would ask me, oh like you know, drop everything or, you know, like, believe in me. I know it's going to take a lot, but I have a vision. I think I can make it big with this. Honestly, from my personal um, relationship with him and it just, and every, a lot of people also don't know the behind the scenes that happen. You know, like, even with athletes, you know, with artists. Right. Everyone sees the fame right, when right. they're up, but nobody knows yeah. what they do behind, behind doors, scenes. you know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen what he does behind doors, right. you know, so... I would, I, I would be, I would. I and we were talking about it at that time. Like you have to be able to see like something yeah, come yeah. out of right. You gotta, you gotta see. Damn, like this is possible. You can't just like tell you not. Just Kobe and I were talking about how like you know, and obviously like trying to blow up and do it big. Like mm-hmm. the only confidence you have is to just like put in the work and everything else. Like some certain things are out of your control. Like mm-hmm. blessing, luck, and everything. We're just gonna like go as control, it's in God's power. So the only confidence you have is like just put your work out there and just like work hard every single time so what do you because i know like there are a lot of like obviously there are like a lot of people trying to do music right now oh, yeah. and help people what, oh, yeah. what do you think obviously there's not one certain factor but like, what mm-hmm. do you think is a supreme factor to like just get trying to get to the top obviously there's a lack the um, predestination part and everything mm-hmm. like god's control and everything everything not lying mm-hmm. but what do you think is the main factor to like head, heading to the top like, i know you're talking about your friend working hard behind mm-hmm. the scenes and everything but like mm-hmm. what makes them kind of people like what separates them those who are gonna head to the top from those who are probably not gonna make it is it just predestined or things aligning or what do you think in your favor or align so i think one of the main things is like i keep mentioning work ethic and the and the belief you have in yourself one of the other things also because you can have a lot of talent you know but there are people, you know, that are big nowadays, and um, it takes one person to believe in you. Mm-hmm. That's It only takes one person to believe in you so that you can branch out. So I believe connections, because sometimes if you have that connection and you're able to branch out to that person, they may know somebody who can get you there. Mm-hmm. Even if nobody has heard your music, you know, or nobody has heard your idea, like you're playing, it could be with a restaurant, you know, it could be with anything. So I feel like first is what, sets, what can set you apart is the belief you have in yourself, you know, the confidence, your work ethic, but I believe connections are very important. important. Because somebody, sometimes it's not about what you know, but who you know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it, even with jobs. You know, like I said, there'll be people who, you know, you'll see the 4.0 student, you know, join all clubs in college, uh, perfect background, clean, nothing. And then you'll see, you know, like the 3.2 student, you know, have some work experience, but, you know, his dad knows the CEO of this company. Right. And boom. 
puts in a good word, that's all he needs. That's mm-hmm. all he or she needs, you know? Right. So I believe connections are definitely one thing that can definitely create a big gap. I agree with it. Because you reminded me when, when you told me about Drake's story, right? How, that's yeah, what I was thinking, thinking about. Because yeah. like, you know Drake, right? You know the story about Drake, how he was like with... MySpace thing. Like, MySpace, like he was with like, one guy, you know, you had to It's cool too, like, like, he was young, just writing music, doing um, Degrassi and everything, but like just spending time writing music after work and he was doing MySpace. There was this guy called Jazz Prince or whatsoever. Like, he kept sending him like beats every single time and mm-hmm. he kept like replying. Sometimes he got... Because MySpace was like his social network at that time. So... Mm-hmm. Just like sending that beast, and he didn't know. He thought that guy said he knew Lil Wayne, but he didn't think that was possible. So he kept like sending beats and everything. Like until one time he was at the barbershop doing his thing, and that guy he was um in the car with like Lil Wayne. He called Lil Wayne. That guy called Drake and everything, and they everything just started like blowing up what after. So I absolutely agree with you, see, because yeah. it, it was in my mind like talking about connection, bro. Like I was, I know we were talking about blessing and everything, but like yeah. that connection thing really hit 100%. hard. Like, I agree with it's, you, it's a big factor, but like you said, it also starts with belief too. Because even before you're able to sell your dream, right, you have to believe in yourself even before anyone believes in you. Because if you don't, like, like, because you're talking about how, like, if someone's gonna sell their dream to you, you got to see in them that damn, actually, they're gonna make it. So I should believe in them. But if they're, you know, like, not confident, exactly yeah, convincing, yeah, totally let them know you so. believe in yourself. But uh, I also want to talk about another question because you know how you talked about obviously Troy's also eating colleges. You know, doing his school with the school stuff, but he's also working on the side with his music and stuff like that. Like us, you know, I'm doing body, but we also Roland's doing BME. We're also working on like you know working on this podcast. We have like two other business that we're working on the side. So I was going to ask you like, ever since you've been in college, like aside from your school stuff, have you also been working on other things on the side? And would you also like recommend that for? Would you also recommend that for like people who are coming here, like you know, coming to college, like you know, obviously school, like you said, grades are not everything. So it's important to pursue other opportunities on the side, like you know, whether it's music, working on podcasts, or like. Have you been doing it on the side? Are you willing to do anything on the side? Like, yeah. Um. So as far as like doing anything on the side, I haven't personally done anything on the side yet. Um. Right now, my main focus, and I feel like, and I think it's also definitely beneficial to do things on the side, even like if it may be like a hobby that you know you want to decide to pursue. You know, like you said, you know, music or art or like creating a business or anything if you want to do something besides school go ahead and do it because i feel like school is like a system that everyone feels like they have to be a part of but school is not for everyone right school is i've definitely had friends who you know we all started out in school and like they're not in school now but they're still doing fine you know some people pursue their real estate license you know Mm -hmm. some people just get great certification some people learn different skill sets on the side, you know. So, right now, I don't have, like, you know, any other... I'm not really focused on anything else besides just finishing school and getting a job, you know, providing for my family. But if the plan, if I do think of something later or something comes along the way, I would definitely pursue that. Mm -hmm. I feel like you cannot depend on one source of income also, especially in this day of age. It's very competitive. It's very competitive out there. Um, And everybody has their time. Just because your friend is thinking about the next step with already doing this, with already graduating, or already already have a job or a side hustle, 
and you don't have that at the moment does not mean your time won't come, mm -hmm. you know. And that's what also I believe, you know, faith has one thing to do with it, you know. Just talk to God. Believe in God. Everything happens for a reason. He already knows everything that's going to happen in your life, you know. Mm -hmm. You don't. That's why I said, you know, back to earlier, you can plan for something and the next day you won't be alive. Mm -hmm. Now what? Now what happens to that vision? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things I really think about because I used to plan everything. I used to be like, this is going to happen, you know, I'm going to do this, this thing, you know, maybe like three to four months from now, I'll be at this time. It's good to plan, don't get me wrong. But start, have, start having more short-term goals leading up to your long-term goal in the end, but also just plan or just having the back in your of your mind that anything can happen mm -hmm. at any moment in the day. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned throughout quarantine as well. Mm -hmm. I totally yeah, agree with yeah, you. So yeah. my last question is, uh, what advice do you have for like, high school students coming to college and everything? Carrying sophomores and juniors, what advice do you have for them? Obviously, you already said, oh, take it one day at a time, just mm -hmm. be patient and mm -hmm. control what you can control. And just, mm -hmm. But what general advice do you have? It um, general advice, be, a, be ambitious, be observant, be calm, and be willing to learn. That will get you far. And have faith in yourself, too. Because if you don't, who else will? Right. You know, like, anything can happen at any second of the day. And, I, you know, I know we keep talking about the idea of quarantine, but I remember when the quarantine happened. I had turned 21. I was like, wow, you know, I'm finally 21. I can start going now, you know. I was never Might have a good of, time. Yeah, you know, I've never, you know, I've never been somebody who drinks or smokes or anything like mm -hmm. that, you know. But, like, I was like, you know, I'm finally legal to start going out to clubs and bars, you know, like meeting in or or. You're able to go to the bar. I mean, um, to the club, club. Some clubs, yeah, oh, definitely yeah. some clubs, yeah, some venues, um, mm -hmm. or just even like to travel, like you right, know, once right. you you know when you want to do big boy things, you know, you gotta have a certain age, you know, <laughs> right. or like sometimes if you walk in somewhere and you try to talk to like an older person, right off the bat, the way like your your demeanor and the way you talk and compose yourself sometimes, they can tell how old you are without mm -hmm. you even telling them how old you are, you know? Mm -hmm. So for everyone coming in or like, you know, seniors that are about to be freshmen in college or current freshmen, sophomores, even juniors in high school, um, just be ambitious, be willing to learn, be smart, be careful, mm -hmm. you know, because you definitely got to be aware of your surroundings. Your environment definitely has an impact your environment can definitely have an impact on what you end up doing, you know, and the people you surround yourself with. Because if you surround yourself with winners and people, you know, who will, who always want to improve themselves, mm -hmm. you know, it will push you, right. you know, because I can tell you guys, you guys always want to improve, you know, you guys have a vision, I can see that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so you guys are, believe it or not, you guys motivate each other without even knowing, you know, mm -hmm. so... Surround yourself with people who will bring important value to your life or who will bring positivity to, you know, because somebody's being negative around you all the time, that's not healthy. Right. It's not healthy for you. Even if you're a positive person, like, sometimes you might start thinking negative too, like, dang, okay, like, maybe here, see, it's right about this, right. you know? So, 
And lastly, you know, just have fun, you know. I like that. Have fun. They don't have fun because you only live one life and you never know when, you know, the clock will stop ticking, you know, so. You know, I, I loved and enjoyed everything that you said, basically. I feel like a lot of messages, you know, most of them were, like, actually hitting me. Like, I feel like a lot of messages were actually for me. Yeah. But, like, really appreciate you, like, coming on, you know, appreciate your time stepping in because, you know, not everybody's, you know, people have stuff to do, but I really appreciate you, like, coming in and, you know, sharing your message, you know, for all the young people, you know, giving them all these gems, stuff that they can also apply to your life and get better. But, yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah, I really, I really, like, fought with you um just like planning thing like you know having short-term goals because you never know what's gonna happen like nice. it's it's one thing i also believe in because like you know certain things are out of control and you can't control like today you can plan it tomorrow you probably not be alive so appreciate you for this message and everything like appreciate you for your time like coming here like it means a lot to us like obviously trying to get this shit going but like it's your boy Roland. yeah it's a tour handy Big Sad. Hey, what's your Instagram? You gotta tell them the Instagram. Oh, okay, follow you. Yeah, follow me. Big Daddy Cedric on Instagram. Yes, Big Daddy yes, Cedric. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, follow. Right. I appreciate it. Thank you all for tuning in. Catch you guys in the next episode.